Resuming. Nerd. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynaphones connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... Five, four, three, two, one. I Ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, here comes the... Booyah! What's up? It's your boy, Joe. What's good? And to my other, other right, coming straight out of Krakoa, weighing in at 178 adamantium-laced pounds, Alfonso X-Man Flores. What's happening, bubs? This is the Nerd World Order broadcast the official broadcast of the nerd world order community. Marvel has been going off the past couple of weeks. They gave us some Christmas presents dropping on December 13th, 15th. I can't keep up with it, but Marvel has given us some Christmas presents. First, they gave us Hawkeye. Then they gave us Spider-Man. So let's get into Hawkeye. Uh, the episode overall was, I mean, it was good. It was, it was really good, but it was nowhere near the quality of the previous two. Um, I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Uh, you know, you had the big reveal of the previous episode with the Kingpin coming and then bam, there he was. Um, I think he had a bit of a fat suit if I read that properly. Um, but he was also, uh, you know, of course, superimposing, you know, his, his gravelly voice. And I don't know if you could tell, but I, I was looking at it and there was like a lot of little camera tricks. Like, and the other guy were sitting at the table. The table was like super short. And then, uh, and then when he stood up, so he stood up and he looked like he was really overpowering that table. I mean, he's a big guy as it is, but you know, they tried to make him a little larger than life. So pretty much if you go back and watch that all over again, you'll notice all the little camera angles they were doing to make him look super enlarged. X, you bring up a really excellent point, and for me, it was something that I didn't really care for. First of all, the fat suit. What were they thinking with the <laughs> 80s uh, shoulder pads? <laughs> There's so much money that they could put into special effects, right. so much costuming, and they give us this. They had to save the money for the arrows. Bro, they couldn't CGI it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think that's what they're going to do, like, you know, when they use them again, I guess. I don't know. I think I read that uh D'Onofrio, that was a request of his. He wanted to he wanted to wear the suit. So, you know, it's like a big start like that. You want to come back to our show? Sure, you do whatever you want. <laughs> okay, blame him then. <laughs> so, so let me get this straight, okay? Eddie Murphy gave us Nutty Professor. He <laughs> gave Norbit. us a and Norbit, right? A family <laughs> full of fat people. Excellently executed by one man now i'm willing to say that vincent d'onofrio is a better actor than eddie murphy <laughs> that's just ah, damn it disney they should have called over to henson studio cover the frog this <laughs> dude so, so like i was watching you know like the old school spider-man tv show that's on the disney plus yes right? and kingpin's in it and i was just like why don't they make him look like that he's just like a big big fat dude with only like what three percent muscle or three percent body fat or something. I was reading up on that yeah. where like he's not a mutant or he doesn't have any superpowers, but he looks like he's fat, but it's all muscle, you know. So. Yeah. 
He's, he's like one of those corn-fed boys, you know, from <laughs> from the farm. <laughs> what if what if Vincent said, "Hey, I I want a big suit to make me look big, but I still want to look like I'm in shape." Even though he's wearing this suit, he still looks like he's in good shape. He actually looked in better shape than he did in a Daredevil, which is horrible. That would be like Tom Holland saying, "I want to be Spider-Man, but I don't want to wear like a red and blue suit." That's your character, bro. That's your character, okay? We're paying you to look a certain mm-hmm. way. Period. Well, there's some of the source material where he's he's fighting ninjas, he's fighting sumos, he's fighting samurai, and he's got, like, no shirt on, that big sumo diaper, and he's still, like, his arms are ridiculous. He's he's still got, you know, this buff chest, and he's got, he's got the gut, but it's still got a six-pack over it. <laughs> I guess a six kegger. So we're like five minutes into the broadcast and already <laughs> I found something to complain about. It wasn't my favorite, but I, I still loved it. Um, you know, and, and I, it did tie everything together really well. I think uh, I didn't really have too much complaints about that. I, my biggest complaint though, through this was, was D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Uh, I really expected him just knock it out of the park. And, and, you know, he was, he was there bunting. <laughs> His dialogue was very poorly written. Right. You know, like when he was signing and he was talking to Maya and, you know, I I don't know what he was going for when he was saying, like, I love you, but <laughs> I didn't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I just did a better job than he did, X-Man. <laughs> well, he was supposed to be like his niece. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah. he was there since she was like five. So oh, that's yeah. why. That's why he says, I love you, you know what I mean? Because he, he practically almost raised her with the dad, right? right. Which I kind of thought was odd. He's just going to disappear and then uh, Kingpin's going to take her home. <laughs> I thought that was kind of weird. Did you get that from digging into the source material? Or is that something they implied on the show? I just watched it. I mean, that's yeah, something that I, that I just saw from, from me watching it. I, I didn't get that. Yeah, because he was when she was practicing karate. That was the, him. The dad kneeled down and says... Your uncle's gonna take you home, and and he's like, "Good girl." I feel like this is one of those times where because I tried to watch the entire series on the Samsung S10, <laughs> yeah, I completely missed that. Wow. Yeah, okay. I mean, she was like, what, maybe ten? Yeah, it looked like maybe like ten. And so when you know what I mean, so he's been there the whole time. And you got to remember, Kingpin's a very devious dude who plans ahead. He doesn't think about now. He thinks about the future. So he already knew he had something going with her being a deadly weapon. So he was just there to groom her to to be the person that he needs to go do some damage. Right. And, And to open that up is to kill her dad, right? You kill her dad, all of a sudden she's becoming the vengeful person that's going around. So, you know, Kingpin knows what he's doing. And I bet you, I bet you after the dad died, he took on more of a father role. Oh yeah. And well, he's definitely. Like, you know, he's just, it's just like sharpening that sword. You know, mm-hmm. that's what he was doing with her the whole time. Like he says he loves her, but you know, she's yeah. nothing more than a tool for him. And plus like, you know, like that's what he did in the comics as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But in the, but in the comics, he blamed uh, Daredevil. Yeah. So, I mean, if you, if you know, I guess the comics, then you can you you can see why he would say that is believable. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's exactly what he does in the comics. I would say it would be believable if the lines were be- delivered in a <laughs> believable manner. Mm-hmm. But I also think like if he had better CGI, he didn't look like that. Maybe you'd be more inclined to. 
to think, well, maybe he did pretty good. But because yeah. of that whole the way he looks, it's just throwing everything off. Yeah, I think because his suit wasn't there, you 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 don't believe anything he's doing anyways because you think he doesn't look the part. But what I would say though is, I mean, let's let's put Kingpin aside because it was it was a pretty damn good episode. Otherwise, I mean, the the conversations, of course, between <laughs> between the new Hawkeye and Yelena were just they were just amazing. You know them, you know they they fight and and then they comment on their fight like you know. Oh, that, that little flippy thing you did was really good. Oh, yeah, I like the way you, you know. And then, you know, they get in the elevator and she goes and tries to push all the buttons. Next thing you know, they're fighting again. And then she gets them all pushed like the little kid in the elevator. And she's like, oh, this is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I think Elena saved the show. Yeah, I, I, I think When she came in, it elevated the energy of the show. Yeah. I forgot about Scarlett Johansson. That's how good she was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm a huge fan of Scarlett. But when she came in, Yelena, I was like, all right, cool. I buy it, dude. You're the new Black Widow. You can yeah. be with it. You can be an Avengers, Young Avengers, whatever you want to be. I'm, I'm for it. I'm like, you sound like Groot from time to time, but hey, <laughs> I, I was still into it. You know what I mean? And then the chemistry between her and Kate Bishop was really good, dude. I, I was like, I want to see those two have a Disney Plus series, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I could see it, it, the whole thing was like you had Clint and you had Natasha, right? The friendship. You know, one shoots arrows, the other one's like, you know, like an assassin. And the right. same thing with Yelena and Kate Bishop. It's the same dynamic. Right. And so, like, I can see them going that down that path where they become best friends. Even though in the comments it was um, Kate Bishop and then, you know, Ant-Man's, I don't know her daughter, his daughter's name. But they're best Lane. friends in the, yeah, the cast, they're, they're best friends in the comics. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Marvel, they always switch it up. But I think based on the fan approval of that dynamic, they could definitely move in that direction. Whether it's because you know, at this point, Yelena might be in Thunderbolts, Kate Bishop are both being lined up for the Young Avengers. But I wonder if they couldn't just spin it a little bit and add Yelena into the Young Avengers since that chemistry is there. Mm. Yeah, I'd go for they, it. Yeah, they could totally do that. <laughs> it just reminded me of that line where she's like, Stop making me trying to like you, <laughs> right? And the whole time, all of us watching and going, Oh, we love her. Yeah. so much <laughs> just the, the you know the whole uh, macaroni she's just eating it i love the hot sauce and she's just eating and she's just like so casual about it you know she can kill people and she's so casual <laughs> i like she's like she's like uh i got hungry that fight was so long was it just me or did you don't really care too much about echo you could have completely left her out her silence really spoke volumes against her i mean if she you know, I, we understand she's deaf. I think she still should have worded the words, you know, because I think it would have made people like relate to her a little more because she was just so cold and offset. And I know that's how the character is, but her just just only signing. I, I think that kind of took away, you know, the only reason they brought her in was to set up the kingpin. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, her storyline was just so unnecessary, you know, right. I think um, you bring her in. Also, there's rumors of uh, her show. Uh, Daredevil's going to be on there. Nice. I would go for that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another way to bring in Daredevil, right? Yeah. Would you Would you guys want to see Daredevil in the next Spider-Man movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those, those two work so well together. In the comics, I mean, you could tell that they're going to even have a good dynamic in the movie. You know, he's a, he's a really good lawyer. When I was watching Spider-Man, you know, like uh, when, when the reason why I, a lot of people were saying that Spider-Man didn't know who Daredevil was is because the, and when the Netflix series took place, 
and Kingpin was coming into the power, they're saying that that happened within the blimp. That's genius. Right. And so that's how you say that that's kind of there, but it, it changes because, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, everybody comes back. Most, you know, most of the people that came back from the blimp. Mm-hmm. But that's why that's why Spider-Man doesn't really know who Daredevil is. That's really smart. Yeah. They could just fold that whole universe right into the blip. Right. Oh, speaking of the blip, that that was one thing. I don't know if we mentioned it last time, but. The this is the first time you got to see the blip from the person's perspective. Like when Yelena, she blipped and all of a sudden, like the paint around her in the bathroom changes, like every, you know, like every we've seen people pop in and pop in and like, what the heck's going on? But for her, it, it was instantaneous. And, and we didn't I don't know if I, I never really got that from everybody else blipping back. But for her, it was instantaneous. Like, I'm here. I'm still here. What just happened? This whole room changed. So now it's like you think about it from other people's perspective especially those who are riding in airplanes or helicopters. What'd you guys think of the uh, fight on the ice rink in Hawkeye? It was a lot of fun. You know, it was nice to see them, you know, together like that. You know, they were working cohesively like, like him and black widow. And there was even, even one part where he says, uh, give them hell. And that was a line that he only would say to Natasha. And, you know, it's, it it was beautiful, man. Um, You know, some of it was a little hokey, but, you know, it was it was a lot of fun. All the trick arrows, and um, you realize as soon as he put on the blue uh, pim particle tip that the oh, the last one was red, and that's why the the arrow grew. And then like this one, when he shot it off, and those those guys in the van shrunk, and the owl came and took him away. It's like, dang, dude! Like you're, you're giving uh, you're giving Kate Bishop's mom so much crap about killing one guy, but they're over here murdering guys left and right. The owl took two away that they shrunk. Surely ate him, you know. It's like they murdered all these people, but no, no, mom, you tried to make my life better by taking care of dad's debt, and you happened to kill an old man who was going to die anyways in the process. But you know what? You're going to jail, all right? Because that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a there was a there was a TikTok about that, like you know, <laughs> yeah. and and I think his name Straw Hat Goofy was like commenting on it, like yeah. every Avenger has killed somebody. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. And you're getting on Ronan, who killed nothing but mafia and mobsters and Yakuza. Right. You know what I mean? And then her mom was killing, like it or not, he's 90 years old, but he's an innocent man. He had no reason to die. And who knows? She probably was killing a bunch of other people as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where the, you know, Kate and him is just killing, you know, just, did you notice like at the end of episode five, he had given her the arrow, like he's passing that torch and she grabbed the arrow and put it in the, in the arrow. That, that was pretty cool. Right. But just like, he goes from like doesn't want another partner because he's so afraid of losing somebody else to now the way he's fighting with Kate Bishop is like he's like with Natasha again, so he can relive what it's like to have someone that has his back. And I thought that was pretty cool. I agree. It, I felt like it was full circle. It yeah. was a really good opportunity to show someone's journey that started with Endgame. And maybe before that, you know, when they became friends, but still started with Endgame and he comes full circle. And even if he's not Hawkeye for a while, that passing the torch to your point, mm-hmm. Joe, was just so perfect the way that they put that all together. Yeah. Here's another thing, dude. Check this out, man. So they, they say the Hawkeye doesn't have that many ratings, right? Mm-hmm. You know why, bro? I was thinking about this. You know why? It's because this has nothing to do with where Marvel is going. Think about this. Besides the Echo, and we talked about the Kingpin and, Dead, and you know Daredevil, it doesn't 
it give you any clues for any future films that are coming out. If you look at the other ones that have come before the other series before that, like WandaVision deals with, you know, like, you know, that's going to tie into Doctor Strange, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, Falcon and Winter Soldiers, you know, this it's going to tie into like future, you know, phase four. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye has nothing to do with anything with phase four other than a good story. And people are so selfish. If it has nothing to do with anything that pertains at phase four, they're like, I'm not going to waste my time with that. You know what I mean? And it, it, they're missing a good story. I mean, the dude was making arrows, trick arrows. That was cool to see that, right? Because dude just has trick arrows. But to see him build it, you know, like taking the time. Because this dude is human. And and I love this whole series. It focused on the human aspect of, like, this is what humans do that don't have superpowers, that can't fly, that can't shoot anything out of their eyes or their hands. And I just thought it was a beautiful story. Hey, Joe, that was, that was like an A-team montage, right? Remember the A team when they'd be like, dun, 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 and they would yeah. have to put all that stuff together. Yeah. <laughs> I have to slightly disagree with you, Joe. See, the thing is, is people don't know what's going to connect together and they're not willing to go through the journey. And then later on, boom, something hits you. Okay. We're obviously we're going to discuss Spider Man in a little bit, right? But what if? Oh my gosh, if you didn't watch What If, then what you saw in the after credits probably didn't make sense to you. But if you sat through What If, which most people didn't, you're not saying holy rabbits at that after credits, right? <laughs> but to your point, Joe, like people are like, oh, it's it's not going to tie in, so I shouldn't watch it. But you don't know. That's my thing. That's why I watch everything, okay? I sat through them after credits of Hawkeye just waiting for something to happen okay i was like they're gonna do something they can't just give me this musical they're gonna do something (laughs) yes i was pissed but what if that musical becomes an important part of like cap four that's not dude but dude even watching what if you knew if you keep watching it's gonna do something same with wandavision hawkeye you know that they're not gonna do anything bro not but you knew what if you're watching it, you know, because dude, it started off and you're like this. Dude, the first time I watched the episode, I was like, hmm, how is this gonna tie to it? Because you just know it is. You just know. And exactly what happened when you saw the trailer, bro. It tied into it. Yeah. I think Hawkeye is gonna give us Young Avengers. It's right. also gonna give us Thunderbolts. And I think it gave us Echo, which to your mm-hmm. point will give us Daredevil. And I think you mentioned previously that's going to introduce the underworld of Marvel, like the street level underworld, right? Like create that universe. Mm-hmm. So I think people just, you know, put on their comic book people, bro. Like we know that because we're the comics. Apparently, yes. comics you're not going to know that. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. I was uh, watching two people go at it in a thread, right? And <laughs> this one guy was like, "Oh, well." The problem is, is that people don't know that this relates to the comic book. And if you read the comic books and this other guy goes, if people who read, if only the people who read the comic books watched MCU movies, MCU movies wouldn't make any money. This is true. Yeah. And and so that's the thing, bro. It's like, we watch this Mm -hmm. and we're like, we get it. Yeah. But the, the normal person does not. But comic books are just really the blueprint of what Marvel's doing. Oh, 100%. You know? So we know the blueprint. 
we could see it. We're like, oh, sucky, sucky. <laughs> we're like you the know? watcher. <laughs> yeah, we're like the watcher. We're just watching, going like this. I am the watcher. I know what comes next in phase four. Like everybody thinks of the watcher, bro. Like all over TikTok, bro. I got a theory. Yeah, so do I, bro. We all got the same theories. Hey, be- before we move on, I I, I gotta mention my boy the swordsman. Oh my gosh, he had the best time ever. It's like this is our moment. This is it. <laughs> I was on the fence about the swordsman, and I'm gonna turn it over to X because I know X knows the swordsman very well. He's a villain, right? In the comics, he's a villain. Um, yep. I don't, I don't know if that's going to be the case. I mean, it could be, because you know, it's like you know, uh, Kate Bishop's mom needed a heavy, and and Armand Duquesne did die from a sword wound. So, I mean, it's possible. It's possible. But and I could see him coming back in Echo. I could see him coming back in, in you know, Hawkeye too. If there's ever one, you know, or even Thunderbolts. Because remember, in Thunderbolts, what was it? Oh, it wasn't the swordsman. It was another guy, wasn't it? Yeah, well, never mind. I won't get too much into the X-Men stuff because that's deep cuts. Uh, look it up, Fenris. <laughs> They're twins. Just just real quick, they have to hold hands in order to use their powers. So he had a sword that would actually shoot the powers. How do you do that without the sister? Yeah, because she died and he skinned her hand and he wrapped it around the hilt of the sword so that he could just power. Oh, man, it's ridiculous. But besides that, I he was a lot of fun. <laughs> Swords was a lot of fun in this show, man. He, you know, constantly you're looking for him to be the bad guy to get caught. He keeps getting away and he keeps just smiling and laughing, like <laughs> twirling his mustache. I mean, he never once twirled his mustache, but he was implying that he was twirling his mustache, right? Yeah. And and at the end, he's like, "Oh, this is it. It is my time to shine." And he was just he was just murdering people left and right. Didn't go to jail like like Kate Bishop's mom, but he was murdering people left and right, right? I was expecting him to be very different. And so I was waiting for that turn where he at some point says like, ha ha, I'm actually bad or something like that. But you know, he was cool. He was cool. Just not the character I was expecting. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was just a misdirect dude. Yeah. Like, you know, like he throw it in everybody knows who the swordsman is. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, he's going to be when, you know, don't look at me uh, smoking mirrors. You know what I mean? I, I, I watched it again with my family on Christmas. My my mother-in-law and father-in-law were here for Christmas. And, you know, they're like, hey, let's watch something. And like, oh, we already watched The Grinch. What are we going to watch? I go, we should watch Hawkeye. All right, we'll give it a try. One episode. They're like, okay, one more. Second episode. Okay, one more. Third episode. Okay, one more. Fourth episode. Okay, we're just going to do the rest because we're totally going to watch this. And, and you know, it was nice to see a couple 70-year-old people on the edge of their seats loving every minute of this. <laughs> Oh, and we almost forgot, dude. Mockingbird. Oh, Agent 19. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good to see. Yeah, that was totally cool. I don't think yeah. they'll go anywhere with it. I could no. see maybe something where, oh, she pulls out a stick and kicks someone's butt or something. But Because we were talking about it. Remember? It was like, she's kind of awfully too calm. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and then we were so bummed about, like, you know, that just lets you know, like, the shield is not canon. Remember how they started off like it was part yeah. of the Marvel Universe and then now it's not? Well, there at the end, shield, they started time traveling and just doing all sorts of weird stuff. But I, but you know what? Shield can just be another reality. I mean, this could be an alternate reality, Bobby, you know, who is Mockingbird. There could be both of them, right? There's no reason why they couldn't. Like Tom Holland doesn't look like Andrew Garfield. 
And then you got Toby Maguire over there wondering why both of these actors are British. Yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. You know, it was it was okay. Okay, gentlemen. So we have talked a lot about this episode of Hawkeye. Any final words for the Nerd World Order? To all your little homies, let them know, yo, this show is where you get everything that you need to know about nerd fandom. So go tell everybody, you know what I'm saying? This concludes this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds redefine. Yeah.